0: Towels. What makes them the best towels ever is they're now made with 100% long staple Shapir cotton. This offer won't last long, so please order now.
1: MyPillow.com
0: And now, Lindell TV brings you The Stone Zone with legendary Republican strategist and political icon and pundit Roger Stone.
2: Welcome, I'm Roger Stone, and yes, you are back on the Stone Zone. If you missed it this weekend on my weekly radio show at WABC Radio in New York, I went into great detail regarding uh, who actually killed President John F. Kennedy. I did this because, of course, last week was the 60th anniversary uh, of that tragic event in the streets of Dallas, Actually, on November 22nd, 1963. You can go to StoneZone.com stonezone.com, right now and you can listen to that entire show. Uh, If you are interested in this epic murder mystery, I strongly urge you to do that. Uh, While you're at it, let me urge you to subscribe to StoneZone.com. Because, uh, well, it's one of the few places where you can get the truth about what's going on in American politics. Uh, So uh, it's absolutely free. But let me urge you to subscribe. The subscription box will pop up as soon as you go there. Let's uh, review uh, the policies uh, of the current administration. Uh, God help us. But here's a cogent summary. First of all, they tell us that America is systematically a racist nation. They appoint Marxists and other radical ideologues to positions of power. Now, some aides to the president of the United States themselves are spying uh, on behalf of some of our most evil and dangerous adversaries. They allow millions to surge across our southern border, now more than 10 million. They're still attempting to federalize our elections and processes. They've implemented critical race theory in our schools, our military and, of course, across our entire U.S. government, uh, as the U.S. military still misses its recruiting goals. Uh, And all along, they've raised the national debt, which now exceeds $30 trillion. They are literally spending us uh, into oblivion. I often wonder if this money comes out of some budget line, but I figured out that they just print it and send it, mostly to Ukraine. Uh, and all of this money, of course, uh, backs up all their left-wing policies. Let's not forget the disaster in Afghanistan, the myriad of lies they've told us about the COVID-19 pandemic, a certain Hunter Biden-owned laptop, a complete refusal to uh, investigate election irregularities anywhere, uh, the war in the Middle East, which uh, is one uh, Excellent example of our being on both sides of a conflict where this administration either naively or purposely uh, funnels billions of dollars to Iran so that Iran can finance Hamas so that Hamas can kill Israelis. Americans are still being held hostage. The war in Ukraine, yeah, that's kind of out of the news, but it's still grinding on, uh, has no end in sight. Based on the excellent reporting of Glenn Greenwald, formerly of The Intercept, uh, we now know that there were multiple opportunities to settle this war through peaceful negotiations, all scuttled uh, by the Biden State Department. Uh, we have pro-Palestinian protests in our streets based on one-sided, uh, slanted media, uh, and all the while China gets it pass. When it comes to shipping us the Wuhan deadly virus, uh, shipping us millions uh, and millions of dollars worth of fentanyl, uh, manipulating our currency, stealing our intellectual property, uh, and uh, their looming threat against uh, Taiwan. It's extremely difficult to trust the current administration at any level uh, when they lie constantly with a straight face to the American people. For example, the Secretary of uh, Homeland Security insisting that our southern border is secure. How stupid do they think the American people are? Anyone who questions these uh, corrupt foreign and domestic policies is demonized as a racist, a bigot, an Islamophobe, a homophobe, or, uh, or, or even worse. We see a continuation of the unleashing of the federal government on citizens who are simply exercising their constitutional rights and the establishment media covers all of this incompetence with a wan smile. Lastly, the president of the United States rarely entertains questions or takes responsibility for his tone deafness or these multiple failures. Uh, Inflation rages out of control, destroying the buying power of the average family. Uh, The grocery stores are empty because, uh, well, we have supply chain issues, but uh, the cost of gasoline continues uh, to hit all-time highs. Uh, Meanwhile, Joe Biden has essentially depleted uh, both our strategic energy reserves Uh, And uh, I think we have a shortage of munitions to defend ourselves, having shipped billions of dollars worth of weapons and bullets uh, and other military equipment to uh, war in Ukraine, which, folks, is not doing well. Americans must take a stand. Uh, But uh, what does the campaign of Ron DeSantis do? Why they, with the assistance of a left-wing media site called Mediaite, falsely accuse me of the use of a vulgar word that, in fact, I have never used. Uh, It's a canard. It's a hoax. It's a psyop to try to generate sympathy for Casey DeSantis. But I offer a $1,000 reward for anyone who can actually go to my Twitter feed and find the offending word as written by me. No, folks, it doesn't exist. Uh, never mind the vicious attacks that my family and I have had to go through. Never mind the assaults on my wife and on me. Those are ubiquitous. And, of course, all the usual suspects, uh, the Roger Stone haters, uh, they jump right on board. Uh, I have no intention of curbing my criticism uh, of Ron DeSantis. Uh, but now his campaign spins another false narrative that I am opposed to him. Uh, because he sacked the sheriff of Broward County. Uh, they claim I worked for the sheriff of Broward County, but there is no public or document that shows that I ever worked for him or uh, that I worked for any committee supporting him. The sheriff in question was Scott Israel, whose handling of the Parkland shooting I have publicly criticized. You would think uh, that the DeSantis campaign uh, would be a bit more focused on the the uh, uh, challenge at hand, but here's why I think that they're trying to distract you. Uh, A new poll uh, conducted uh, by Big Data Polls shows uh, that in the Hawkeye state, Donald Trump now leads Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley in the Iowa caucuses, 51.3 to Trump to 16.8 for DeSantis, Uh, and a hard-charging Nikki Haley now at 12.8 percent, respectively. This survey was conducted less than one year out from the general election. Uh, Businessman Vivek Ramaswamy came in at 5.4 percent, and no other candidate breaks 5 percent. Only 1 percent chose someone else. But the more telling number, the one to focus on, Uh, shows how solid and intense the support for Donald Trump remains as other candidates have dropped out of the race for the Republican nomination. At this point, seven in 10 caucus goers are supporting Trump, uh, saying they cannot and will not be persuaded to change their minds at the caucuses. This is up from six in 10 this past August. That compares for three in 10 for Governor DeSantis showing that even the support he does have is extraordinarily soft and only two in 10 for ambassador Nikki Haley, showing that even the support that she has, uh, is incredibly soft with the this latest results represent, as I say, an uptick in the support for Donald Trump. Now it is important to recognize, uh, that the Iowa caucuses are slightly different than a primary, uh, I expect about 125,000 voters to vote. There is a a disproportionate influence by evangelical Christians in the state of of Iowa, but they are by no means monolithically behind any one candidate. In fact, President Donald Trump recently unveiled the endorsement of 150 important faith leaders. Uh, there has been a controversy over a man named Bob Vanderplatz, uh, who cannot deny that he got a $95,000 payment, essentially in return for his endorsement. He would like us to believe that that money was used for printing or some other nonsense. I remember uh, Mr. Vander Plaats, in fact, I remember when he tried to shake down Congressman Jack Kemp ahead of the 1988 Republican Iowa caucuses. So uh, if I were the DeSantis campaign, I would focus more on big picture issues. I understand that I'm clickbait. I understand that I am controversial. I understand that I have people who love me and well, there's plenty of people who don't, but I'm not running for president uh, and opinions that I have expressed are, well, they're solely mine. On the other hand, Uh, watching all of the other fake media outlets jump on board, accusing me of using a word that, in fact, I didn't actually use. Well, it's uh, almost comical. Uh, I do want to say to you uh, that um, survival in American politics uh, is not easy, particularly for 45 years. If you want to know how I have done it, let me recommend to you uh, my book, uh, Stone's Rules. Stone's Rules uh, is a Uh, a a volume with an introduction by uh, Tucker Carlson. Uh, And uh, it is basically the things I have learned in a 45-year career in American politics. Now, it doesn't matter whether your chosen avocation is politics or tech or fashion or or, uh, agriculture, for that matter. Uh, The lessons I have learned about Uh, particularly for young men, but really applicable for everybody about how to dress, how to comport yourself, uh, how to get things done, uh, how to uh, uh, how to live, how to eat, uh, how to take care of yourself, uh, how to deal in the Internet world can all be found uh, at Stone's Rules. The best place to get this book is by going to stonesrulesbook.com. Stonesrulesbook.com. Now, you can go to Amazon or Barnes & Noble, and you can buy this book, but why would you want to give your money to a multinational corporation that, well, hates your guts? By going to stonesrulesbook.com, You can get a signed copy of this book, uh, and uh, who knows, someday it may be worth something. Uh, In the meantime, there's a very disappointing and I think frightening trend in American politics uh, as those on the left become increasingly apoplectic about a series of legitimate polls that show that despite the intense attacks on Donald Trump, Coming uh, from both uh, the the uh, Rhino Republicans uh, and uh, from the Justice Department, as well as Democrats, he continues to lead in the presidential race. Uh, the folks at NBC produced a poll showing him leading Joe Biden, both nationally and in the swing states. And they tried to pretend it was, well, the first time they've ever seen it uh, in facts. Uh, several weeks ago, uh, starting with the New York Times Siena College poll, uh, and then followed by the Bloomberg Morning Consult poll. uh, And uh, looking just today uh, at the uh, real clear politics polling average, Donald Trump is a superman. Uh, He continues to hold a lead over the failing Joe Biden, uh, and this has driven the Democrats into apoplexy. They are near hysterical. Uh, And the the reaction has been to vilify uh, Donald Trump and I think to try to generate violence against him. Uh, Voices as diverse as Jen Psaki, uh, Joe Scarborough and his sidekick Minka, uh, the odious Mehdi Hassan, uh, have all said that, well, if Donald Trump is elected, He's going to weaponize the criminal justice system to try to jail his political opponents. Uh, he's going to use the military or law enforcement uh, to try to uh, destroy those who are simply seeking to protest. Uh, he's going to set up concentration camps. Uh, this is uh, this is insanity. But more importantly, uh, it is uh, a leaf right out of Alinsky's rules. In other words. Let's accuse Trump and his supporters of doing exactly what we ourselves are doing. Uh, And then there is this troubling trend. And this happens uh, the week of the 60th anniversary of the Kennedy assassination. The Business Insider says, here's what happens if Trump dies while running in the 2024 presidential election. This uh, shocking story to me. Uh, is designed to normalize people's thinking about the potential death of a presidential candidate. Uh, They point out that he will be 77 years old. He'll be 78 in June. Uh, My uh, problem with Joe Biden, of course, is not that he's too old. I think age is relative. Does anyone suggest that Conrad Adenauer, who was in his 80s, when he led Germany out of uh, World War in the post-war period, could have done better if he were 20 years younger? Does anyone suggest that General Douglas MacArthur could have done better in terms of ending the menace of Japan uh, had he been 20 years younger? No, it's an absurd argument. Does anyone think uh, that... uh, Uh, Ronald Reagan would not have been a great president or would have been a greater president if he were 20 years younger? No, uh, I think not. Uh, This has to do with cognitive ability. Donald Trump is as sharp today uh, as he was 20 years ago. Uh, And uh, yes, his presidency would be different. Uh, In that, he now understands that he is opposed by a deeply embedded set uh, of entrenched interests that we call the Deep State or the UNA Party, uh, and that they will do anything, including uh, manipulating the judicial system to try to destroy him. Uh, would they go so far as to try to assassinate him? I pray that is not the case. Here's the most exciting news around the globe. Javier Mil- uh, <laughs> Javier. Uh, Malay uh, has been uh, elected president of Argentina, and I must tell you, I love this guy. Um, he calls himself an anarcho-capitalist. He's a libertarian who ended 40 years of Peronist rule. The Peronists, which have both a left and right wing, have dominated Argentine politics uh, for many decades. Uh, he is a believer in free men, free women, and free markets. Uh, He's pledged to close down their central bank, to end their reliance on the peso, uh, to peg their economy to the U.S. dollar, which, of course, means they'd be doing more for the U.S. dollar than, well, the U.S. is doing. Uh, He also has something else in common with Donald Trump. He's interesting. He's flamboyant. He's articulate. He's blunt. And he's entertaining. He's also very direct about his plans. Uh, to reorient his country, which is facing triple-digit inflation, a deep recession, uh, and growing poverty. Uh, I did a great interview about him, which we're going to show you in a moment. In the meantime, uh, the news tells us that uh, President Malay is in the United States, even as we speak, making stops in New York and Washington, uh, where I believe uh, he is taking his radical economic plan. Uh, and giving the International Monetary Fund uh, and uh, the Biden administration's economic advisors uh, an advance a look at what he has in mind. Let's remind you that the International Monetary Fund has a $66 billion debt uh, that they are holding for Argentina. Uh, I was disappointed to see that he uh, met with uh, former President Bill Clinton for lunch. I hope he washed his hands lest he get a venereal disease. Uh, Javier Malay uh, is the most interesting and I think exciting, uh, encouraging thing to happen in politics in some time. Just as uh, what happened in Brexit was a precursor to what would happen in America, I think the election of Malay is a precursor to what is going to happen uh, in the United States. We're going to go to a commercial break and when we come back, my incredible interview,
0: Well, I know my pillow products make for the perfect Christmas gifts, so I'm gonna extend my money-back guarantee until March 1st, 2024. So go to mypillow.com now or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get huge discounts on all my pillow products. For example, you get our six-piece towels for only $29.98. Or get your very own MyPillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98. It's our biggest Christmas sale ever. Get all your shopping done now while quantities last. this offer won't last long, so please order now.
2: MyPillow.com All right, folks, so please go to MyPillow.com, and when you do, use promo code STONE. Right now, uh, until the 28th, we have free shipping on your order. Please help us weather these contrived attacks from the insane desantoid flying monkeys online, Uh, And support us at MyPillow.com. Whether it is the revolutionary new MyPillow 2.0, the tremendous towel sale that Mike Lindell himself just laid out for you, the waffle blankets, the flow blankets, the pet beds, the pet blankets, uh, the dog beds, I should say. Please go to MyPillow.com and place your order today. And again, right now, free shipping. We need your support. God bless you for it. And now uh, we'll go to one other commercial break during it, but my extraordinary interview uh, regarding uh, President Javier Millet. It is a great day for those who oppose uh, the state, particularly the deep state. Uh, I am Roger Stone. I am a, a veteran of American Republican politics, specifically a veteran of 13 uh, national Republican presidential campaigns, having worked for Presidents Richard Nixon, uh, Ronald Reagan, uh, George Bush, uh, and, of course, Donald Trump. Uh, I may be the first person in the United States uh, to urge Donald Trump to seriously pursue the American presidency. Uh, and, of course, I am uh, an enemy uh, of the status quo. Uh, and uh, the deep state who who really sought to persecute me, uh, inventing, fabricating crimes on my part in order to try to pressure me into giving false testimony uh, against Donald Trump to try to ensnare him in rushing collusion in his election, which we now know definitively never actually happened. So I'm a victim, but I'm also a survivor. Uh, and I am a, I am an enormous uh, fan uh, of uh, of your new president. Uh, I think uh, Mali is uh, uh, is uh, very much like Trump in many ways, in the sense that uh, he's a genuine, uh, he's authentic, uh, he is a provocative, uh, he is a blunt, uh, and I think he understands something. President Richard Nixon told me a long time ago that the only thing worse in politics than being wrong uh, is being boring. Uh, And he is, he's never boring. Uh, And he understands uh, that you have to entertain the voters in order to get their attention. Then you can sell them on your ideas. But if you're not entertaining them, um then they'll look elsewhere uh the worst thing is to bore the voter so his his use of symbolism his use of the chainsaw uh his blunt language uh his uh, love of costumes uh his uh, his uh affinity for rock and roll uh and his unabashed commitment uh, to free men free women free markets uh and to opposing the authoritarian state that threatens to destroy all of our liberties uh it's refreshing and clearly the people of argentina uh have reacted uh, very positively so as i say it's a, it's a great day both here in the united states and there in argentina
1: yeah i'd love to hear your take especially with your expertise in political campaigns uh i know maybe you don't know but here in argentina we look a lot uh, into the into what was the, the trump rise to power uh, in 2016. Uh, ma- uh, many people say that maybe they're, they're different, they, they have different political ideas, but I, I know Milley and I can tell you that we look a lot uh, for Trump in guidance on how he managed to, to rise to power from the private sector. Uh, as Milley did, he was just an economist working in a private company. And two years later, he's president of the country. So uh, that that was a great experience. We learned a lot from you and from everyone who was running the the 2016 campaign. So I wanted to, to, uh, you've given us your opinion, but I wanted to know how you saw the the campaign from from Javier Millet, Uh, especially it was a long campaign. First, we had had a primary where where he got into the first place. Then we went into a general election where where he got into second place. It was like a, a big letdown for many. But then we, we went to a runoff and we managed to take the first place, actually becoming the the, the, the candidate with the most votes ever in Amer- in Argentina history. So I wanted to to get your take on 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 the full campaign on, on how you saw it from from the states. Uh, well, first of all, uh, I think there are many similarities uh, between
2: Trump uh, and, and Malay. many similarities. Uh, underlying it, I think is a uh, a populist view of freedom. Uh, and a deep apprehension, uh, of the current government, uh, and the, uh, and the globalists who would like us to have one currency. and would like to strip away, uh, our rights. Uh, like Malay, Trump is larger than life. Uh, he is uncontrollable. Uh, he's not, he's not handled. He's not managed. There, there's no artifice. He's not. He's not a confection. He is what he is. He's exactly what he appears to be. Uh, And this also seems to be true in in Javier uh, Malay. Uh, So I think the voters respond to that authenticity, and they certainly have responded uh, to his message because the alternative uh, is what you have now. Uh, You know, crushing inflation, uh, rising uh, uncontrollable crime, uh, as you know, Argentina was once one of the 10 wealthiest countries, uh, in the world with a quality of life. They called Buenos Aires the Paris, uh, of South America at a time that Paris, uh, was uh, a beautiful city that actually worked. Today, Paris is, uh, pardon me for saying mm-hmm. it, a shithole. So, yep. uh, it is, uh, it is, uh, I think that, uh, the Malay ran a brilliant campaign, uh, One important distinction, of course, uh, between Argentina and the United States and also Argentina and Brazil, you operate on paper ballots, uh, and all the votes were counted on the night of the election day. Uh, We don't have uh, that system, unfortunately, Uh, and um, I'm sorry. You can get banned in the United States for saying this, but I'm just going to say it. Uh, The machines are rigged. The machines, uh, 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 the combination of the machines uh, and uh, these mail-in ballots uh, are an open invitation for fraud. They use the machines to figure out how much they lost by. Then they use the paper ballots to make up the margin. Uh, I'm sorry, but when multiple states stop the counting in the middle of the night at three o'clock in the morning and 300,000 paper ballots pop up from nowhere, Uh, It is a it's a pattern of corruption. Uh, And now, of course, they try to censor you just for saying that. In Donald Trump's case, they try to prosecute him and put him in prison just for saying that when it's kind of obviously the blunt truth. So uh, I think uh, to go back to your question, I think that uh, your new president ran a brilliant campaign uh, in which he never backed off any of his. Uh, his well-stated beliefs, uh, and, uh, it, and it worked. Uh, and I was confident uh, that he would win uh, when I realized that you were on a paper ballot system. Uh, for those uh, in the U.S. press uh, and some leftists in the Argentine press, uh, for the, the legacy media, first of all, there's nothing more enjoyable than watching the meltdown today of the Washington Post And the New York Times. They really hate it when average people don't do as they're told that they hate it. So they've already begun to discard, to to disparage uh, Malay as a, as a clown and so on. Now, is he eccentric? Yes. Winston Churchill was eccentric. Abraham Lincoln was eccentric. Uh, that's meaningless. Uh, it makes him, I think, actually more interesting. Uh, and uh, just to be very clear, I played no role in his campaign, neither formal nor informal, uh, nor did I advise him or his campaign on election integrity issues. That This is a false narrative uh, that some in the press there and some in the press here have tried to utilize uh, because of my background with Trump. They They think there's something illicit when there is nothing there. Am I friendly with individuals who worked in his campaign? I am. And I'm proud of it. I think they did a magnificent job.
1: Yeah, actually, on that point, I wanted to ask you, I know you you met Agustin Romo. He's a a congressman elected for Javier Midley's party. Uh, What was your take on it? I know he's going to laugh when when he hears this, but he's a very good friend of of, of mine. And I wanted to know what Um, you think when you met him. (laughs) uh, He's a very, very impressive young man. uh, And I
2: would go so far as to say that I think he, he himself will be president someday. Uh, he has the talent. Uh, uh, he has the uh, he has the the communications skills. I think he has a great, great future ahead of him. And what I like about him is that he understands the mechanics of politics, but he also understands the big picture in terms of what the government uh, can and cannot do, what the government must and must not do uh, in order to preserve freedom uh, and to promote uh, security and prosperity.
1: For argentina that, that sounds very good and um, also going back to the to your fraud comments uh, here in argentina uh, it's true that we we use paper ballots uh, but we usually have a lot of uh, we call it micro fraud it's especially during the, the the elections people steal some of the ballots when people go to vote they go into the into the room and they don't find any ballots and that's an issue we, we've been having like for 40 years in argentina so it's very common here to do something that we call fiscalizar. That basically it's that we send people from our party to uh, oversee the in each in each um, uh, election center. We put people that uh, have the, the power to see everything that is going on, go into the room and uh, put uh, ballots when they 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 got empty. So we have a whole system in place that it's very expensive and and if you don't have it you cannot even go into the election because you know that you're going to be stolen so that's that's a, a big issue we have in in Argentina right now but it's true that as we don't have any machines it's more difficult for the other party to try to 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 they don't know how much votes they need right so right Correct. That, that's something that's something that we saw in Brazil or, also right they have everything electronic and they basically said, "Well, we need one point here, one point, one point there," and they stole it very easily. Yeah,
2: I didn't mean to imply uh, that the paper ballot system was perfect or that it was right. impervious right. to fraud. Uh, the mail-in ballots here are paper; are in essence paper ballots, uh, and uh, they have been the subject of enormous fraud. Uh, now I will be banned uh, on Facebook for life because I said that. Oh, wait a minute. I'm already banned for life on Facebook. So uh, I say it without any particular fear. Uh, but again, th- huge credit to the campaign for having the poll watchers in place to ensure that you didn't have that kind of fraud. That that takes massive uh, organization, uh, planning and execution. Uh, it is
1: precisely why I say uh, that Malay's party ran a, a letter-perfect campaign. Also, Milei ran with a with a with a third party. This something very unusual. Even in Argentina, I know it's even more unusual in the United States. He ran with a with a with a third party. Uh, he went against these these like uh, two parties: the Peronist party and the Radical Party, uh, which have dominated politics in Argentina for decades. Uh, and he he's the first president in history that has managed to get the presidency without the support, the explicit support of any of these two parties. Do you see something like that happening in in the United States if the rift in the Republican Party continues? Much more difficult uh, in the the United States
2: because ballot access, getting your name on the ballot uh, in the 50 states, uh, is regulated by laws written by Republicans and Democrats working together to make it as difficult, uh, as expensive, uh, as highly technical uh, and as arcane as possible. Uh, and therefore, we have um, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. has decided that he's running as an independent. He has not formed a new party. Uh, I believe he remains a registered Democrat. Uh, he's going to find it extraordinarily difficult to actually get his name on the ballot. Everybody here seems to be jumping ahead to say, where he stands in the polls and to see uh, where his votes come from, whether he siphons votes from Biden or whether he siphons votes uh, from Trump. It appears based on most of the polling uh, that half of his voters are voters who wouldn't have voted anyway. Uh, and then he takes disproportionately, I think, from Trump. But this assumes a couple things. First of all, it assumes that he will get on the ballot. There's no guarantee of that. Uh, and he's got to get the- in enough states to theoretically win 270 electoral votes, which he may not be able to do. Uh, and then secondarily, there is this this kind of stunning belief that he's going to find himself in a three-way debate uh, with Trump and Biden or Trump and whoever the Democrat ends up being. Uh, and uh, I-, I seriously doubt that as well. The Presidential Commission on Debates... Uh, which is not appointed by the president, uh, is not a commission and is most definitely not about, uh, broadening debate, uh, which, uh, which controls uh, the debates, um, has no interest in any third force. Uh, and the actual co-chairs of the presidential commission are the chairpersons of the Republican and Democrat party. So, um, I think it is what you have just done is difficult, but. Perhaps in Argentina, you don't have the legal structural uh, right. barriers uh, to the rise of a new or a third party. Uh, on the other hand, somewhere right now, Juan Perón is spinning in his grave because Javier Millet just ended 40 years of Perónism.
1: Yeah, yeah, that that's a reasonable take. I think there were a lot of, of Peronists, who voted for Millet because they were fed up with... with. It's been 20 years of, of Peronism being left-wing. That is something that in Argentina we speak a, a lot about. Uh, peronism is like a, a catch all party, and they have right-wing people and left-wing people. But in the le- last 20 years, it has been dominated fully by the left-wing. So I, I think there were a lot of people who were fed up with that, and, and they voted for Millet, uh, for sure. Uh, I want to... Yes, yeah. I
2: look nothing could be worse than the continuation of the entrenched socialist political establishment in Argentina. Uh, I think Malay's free enterprise oriented libertarian platform uh, is the best alternative. Uh, and I actually think on a personal level that he will not disappoint. Uh, one of the phenomena you saw in this country that we now see today, uh, happening in Argentina, uh, Vivek Ramaswamy, uh kind of vaulted into national prominence uh yeah. by espousing a America first populist agenda very much uh, in the mold of Donald Trump uh and uh he's very articulate uh, he's very energetic uh he's very combative uh like uh Malay he's very uh, entertaining uh he's very audacious he's very blunt uh, and people immediately began to look at his background and say, well, he was once associated with the World Economic Forum uh, and therefore uh, he cannot be trusted. Um, I, I, after some consideration and study, I reject that view. I don't think that he is. Uh, I don't think that he's going to be the nominee for president. I do think he brings some important issues to the debate. Uh, he's been very aggressive in his defense of Donald Trump. Uh, I think that he's got a great political future. Uh, but people do evolve. They do change. Their views change over time. I've seen some today online begin to criticize Malays past association with the World Economic Forum. I think this is meaningless. Uh, you know, it's like President Bukele in, in El Salvador. Uh, people initially told me that he was not the real deal, that he would not enact the reforms that he enacted. Uh, but time told us otherwise, and he's been extraordinarily successful. That country, if it's possible, was actually in worse condition than Argentina today. Yeah. Uh, so um I think uh, Malay loves the country that gave him birth. Uh, he's a common sense pro-God economist who supports Private property rights will defend people from the dangers of communism. He's not just some colorful guy with a chainsaw. Uh, he's he's thoughtful. Uh, he is uh, highly intelligent. Uh, he's uh, he's extraordinarily articulate about his vision. Uh, he plans on abolishing the central bank and wants to bolster the strength of the peso. Uh, understands that uh, it is uh, best, uh, I think, backed by gold if that is possible. Uh, He's probably doing more to prop up the U.S. dollar than the United States is doing at this moment. So uh, I think that he is, uh, I think he's going to be amazing. Uh, And to coin a phrase, I think he's going to make Argentina great again.
1: That's a phrase that he has repeated during the campaign. Uh, Roger, would
0: you... to ensure the best quality coffee you're ever going to have. It starts with the beans that are grown in Honduras. Honduras's volcanic soil and humid climate make the perfect growing conditions for coffee plants, which produce the best beans ever. Then each batch is tested for its aroma, taste and other aspects to meet the highest standards in the coffee industry. And after that, it goes into production, which is all done right here in the USA And I'm gonna give you deep discounts on all my store products. That's mystore.com. It's my new platform for USA entrepreneurs. Please order now. This is Roger Stone. You know, Winston Churchill
2: loved a good cigar. So did Jack Kennedy, Mark Twain, and other notables. Whether you're an occasional cigar smoker or a regular cigar smoker, you need to know about My Patriot Cigars. These are premium handmade cigars out of Nicaragua made with 100% long filler tobacco aged at least three years to give you the best possible smoke. Go to MyPatriotCigars.com and use promo code STONE and you get 15% off. There's also free shipping for orders over $100. Every box of cigars comes with a $10 e-gift card for your next purchase. Yes, it's a premium smoke for freedom-loving patriots. Go to MyPatriotCigars.com and don't forget to use the promo code STONE. So for me to leave the Republican Party was a major step. I had to think long and hard about it. But when I read the Libertarian Party platform, it more closely reflected my own views. I'm a strong believer in individual freedom, uh, I'm a stronger believer in, in privacy. I'm a strong believer, uh, in small government. And when it comes to international affairs, I'm not an isolationist, but I am a non-interventionist. I don't think that, that we should be going around the globe looking for foreign wars where, where we have no inherent national interest. So even today in the Middle East, uh, while I, like Malay, am a strong, strong supporter of Israel, I'm also a strong supporter of America first. Uh, we are $13 trillion in debt. Uh, we give Israel billions of dollars every year as it is. Uh, we need to finance, uh, the security of our own border. Uh, we need, we have 370,000 homeless veterans in this country. They need they need to have first rate health care, and they need to have housing. So I, I just think in terms of the national priorities, it's time to put America uh, and the American people first. Uh, I think Malay will put Argentina and the Argentine people first.
1: Yeah, I think that was uh, very clear from from his campaign. Um, also, we, we, a lot of people here in in, in the in the Millet campaign. Um, uh, they, they were inspired by by a documentary you did uh, called Get Me Roger Stone. Uh, I think it was sponsored by Netflix, right? Uh, it's a pretty down-the-middle documentary. Uh,
2: it's probably uh, what brought me to national prominence. It also probably helped get me targeted by Special Counsel Robert Mueller. That and a book I wrote uh, called uh, The Clinton's War on Women, which is a shocking uh, expose of all the illegal uh, exploits of Bill and Hillary Clinton uh, who you know are so crooked they would steal a hot stove uh, but uh I am uh you know I, I, I'm kind of like Malay. what you see is what you get uh, sometimes I get myself in trouble by telling you exactly what I think uh, but that's kind of at this point the way it is. Uh, look I I admire, uh, the fact that Malay wants to swap out the peso for the us dollar essentially dollarizing your economy uh he wants to do away with the peso because the peso has no value uh and he he now sees that that is that's bold thinking uh but that's bold thinking that is both good for Argentina as well as being good for the United States
1: yeah I think that that the documentary was meant like to to maybe like defamate you right they they wanted to 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 go against you, and I think you managed to to spin it in a way that everyone who watched it said, "Oh, I like I, I like that I like that person a lot." Right? So they wanted to put you as the bad guy, but yeah, I think you, you came out as the as the the hero of that of that uh, documentary. Well, there
2: were certain things in it. Obviously, I would disagree, but I, I'm not going to I'm not going to highlight them or nitpick. Uh, I think on the whole, uh, it was historically accurate. It got a couple things historically wrong. Uh, it is interesting that it was five years in the making. The three guys that made it, although I made them a huge amount of money uh, and gave them a prominence uh, in their start uh, as filmmakers, they were the first ones to go to Robert Mueller and offer to testify against me, even though they had no evidence of wrongdoing on my part. So um, I had, I guess I have a love hate relationship with them. Uh, but if you haven't seen the movie uh, Get Me Roger Stone on Netflix, uh, I recommend it to you. Uh, you'll look at it, you'll see me today, and say, Wow, he looks so much better today than he looked then.
1: Yeah, I can, I can confirm that many uh, people from the campaign of Millay watched that documentary and, and they were inspired by it. I, I can assure you that. I sent uh, Millay my book,
2: Stone's Rules. Uh, he was uh. There you have it, folks. Uh, My terrific interview uh, with one of the leading uh, conservative uh, Argentine media outlets. Uh, I'm glad that you could join us uh, today uh, on The Stone Zone. I'm a huge fan and remain a huge fan uh, of uh, Javier Malay. I realize that he just met with Bill Clinton. I hope he counts his fingers uh, after he shook his hand. Uh, this is Roger Stone. This has been the Stone Zone. God bless you and Godspeed. Until tomorrow.
0: I'm excited to announce that we're having our biggest Christmas sale ever. You get our brand new six piece My Towels for only $29.98, or rejuvenate your bed with a My Pillow mattress topper as low as $99.99. Or how about my pillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98? There's something for everyone: duvets, quilts, down comforters, body pillows, bolster pillows, and so much much more. Or get your very own My Pillow bed sheets for as low as twenty four ninety eight. It's our biggest Christmas sale ever. Get all your shopping done now while quantities last. My towels solved a problem that we've all had with towels. You go into the stores and they feel lotiony and soft, but then you get them home and they wouldn't dry you. That's why I made my towels. They actually work. They're soft and they absorb. And now I'm excited to announce two brand new lines of my towels. What makes them the best towels ever is they're now made with 100% long staple Shapir cotton. This is a combed ring spun cotton that makes my towels even softer and more absorbent than ever. And now you get a six piece set for an amazing introductory sale price as low as $29.98. So go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get my towels for only $29.98. Or you can get my designer premium line for just $20 more. Either way, you save 50% now on all my towels. They actually work. What a concept. This offer won't last long, so please order now. MyPillow.com Hello, I'm Mike Lindell and I'm excited to announce my new product, my coffee. I get products all the time from entrepreneurs for my new platform, mystore.com. And when I tried my coffee for the first time, I was blown away. It is the best coffee I've ever had in my life. I spent the last four months doing my due diligence and this family-owned business micromanages every step from the fields to the cup to ensure the best quality coffee you're ever going to have. It starts with the beans that are grown in Honduras. Honduras's volcanic soil and humid climate make the perfect growing conditions for coffee plants which produce the best beans ever. Then each batch is tested for its aroma taste and other aspects to meet the highest standards in the coffee industry. And after that, it goes into production, which is all done right here in the USA. And I'm going to give you deep discounts on all my store products. That's mystore.com. It's my new platform for USA
1: entrepreneurs. Please order now.